Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here, and we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house for episode 209. And man, what a show we have tonight for you. Uh, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, what we're going to do is listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess the games based on the songs, a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. Winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays you a bonus tune. And our winner last week was John Regan. But I'm not going to make John explain this because he really only won because we ignored the theme from the previous week's episode when I was the winner. Along with our fantastic guest, Fast Blaster. Uh, and the theme for this week's episode, as selected by, uh, by Fast Blaster, the arcade boy that he is, is Vertical Shooters. Um, a very interesting theme, a very specific theme. Uh, you know, a pretty, uh, you know, I'd say diverse uh, category of games. Uh, you know, there's a lot you can do in a vertical shooter. You can go up, you can go left, you can go right. Uh, sometimes you can even go down. Um, you you shoot the view from your uh, of your vehicle or uh, character is uh, generally centered above you. Um, the uh, the land or uh, area that the game takes place in uh, then below that uh, enemies share the same plane as you in general. Um, you know, it, it, it's really, there's a wide variety of, uh, of things in play when you're talking vertical shooters. I thought one of you guys was going to break me up uh, talking about all this boring, you know, just uh, non-interesting vertical shooter stuff. Um, <laughs> I was Johnny's enjoying been, it. Johnny's just been itching to hit that soundboard. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, man, that's, uh, that's my vertical shooter knowledge sound. Uh, I'm, you know at a Tim Allen level on my vertical shooter knowledge. Uh, but no, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun fun night cuz we got I mean, you know, you think of the things that, you know, you think of the vertical shooting genre, you generally just think of bullet hell, you know, just uh, fast action, uh, sweating, you know, you kind of think of arcade games in general, but I, you know, I think there's uh, I think I'm underselling it. I think there's a wide variety of games that are available for this theme. Um and I think it's—I think this has potential to be a pretty wild-ass show. So uh, yeah, we've got five great games. We've got a great fan request. John's got a new soundboard that he's really itching to he uh, keep hitting. Space. And, uh, you know that uh, there might be a game taking place in space. That's true. So you know, he's—he's he's ready, folks. Johnny's ready. So I think we are ready to uh, start the first game. So Johnny, uh, let's see. Uh, start at the bottom of the screen and begin working your way up. And uh, let's. Uh, yeah, you know, as, as you do in a vertical shooter is what I'm trying to is the joke I'm trying to make here, John. So I, you start at the bottom. I got not it. A, <laughs> no, not, 
Did I look I'm like explaining I did? to you, John. You you you, know, you didn't laugh, so <laughs> I assume that you just didn't understand the joke. Yeah, the, the theme is vertical shooters. We're starting at the bottom of the I screen. I think what he means is play the first game. game yeah, let's tap a one. button, fire some bullets. As usual, the main power-up item in this game is a bell, which is obtained by shooting at a cloud, and you can change the bell's colors by shooting it repeatedly in the air. 
giving you different upgrades depending on how you collect the bell. Feeling great? Anybody need more trivia? I got I'm nothing. Good. I'm good. Alright, good. Uh, let's see it, boys. Oh, Johnny has a smiling penis. Sadly incorrect, because Jesse and David have the correct answer. It's Poppin' Twin B. I was going to add an extra O, but... Yeah, but... That'd be a completely different game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fan game, I assume, is out there. Pooping Twin B. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, uh, I just. I have to assume it's just as cute. I, I really want um, to get that sound clip to use for a calculated commuter of Johnny has a smiling penis. <laughs> I guess I, yes. I didn't. I didn't specify that he drew the penis. He's just you know. Johnny, uh, Johnny penis happy is what I'm trying to tell everybody. Yeah. I'm really sick of being on Twitch. I just want to get this kicked off. I'm just going to whip out my dick. <laughs> Why? Why are you sick of being on Twitch? I actually yeah, love man. Twitch. I just... Oh. Yeah. It's our home now, John. You know, if anything, get us kicked off of YouTube. What a yeah. barren wasteland that turned out to be. Get our mixer down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they God. did that for get us. us. Off, get us off Facebook gaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, anyway, Poppin' Twinby... Uh, what a game. Johnny, you're the Nintendo Switch owner, so I assume you've put a lot of time into uh, popping Twinby recently. Oh yeah, I pop Twinby all the time. Like, I... Okay. It, it's pretty Now fun. I'm worried that you said that's God, so that casually. sounds so naughty. I, yeah. I was gonna say, I'm worried that means something much worse. <laughs> so what happened when I was 19. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that's when we popped his Twinby. <laughs> um, yeah. Jesse, tell us about your first time popping Twinby. Was it with, uh... Your... So... Yeah. So Anthony paid <laughs> Anthony paid a friend of his, and of course I did not know that until afterwards, which made me real, feel real kind of shitty about the whole situation. Wow, so. cool. 
and you know, so Anthony paid somebody to come over to your house with the Super Famicom and play Poppin' Twin B. Yep, and Clockwork Orange was on in the background, which made it even weirder. Man, that is weird. What a story. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, That's a real interesting juxtaposition of Clockwork Orange and Twin Bee. Like, those two (laughs) things do not go together at all. (laughs) I'll bet to the old ultraviolence and Twin Bee. (laughs) Right, exactly. Just, you know. Uh, dropping colorful bombs on walking pineapples while fucking yeah, there's that scene of uh, Malcolm McDowell with his eyes fucking held open. It's, uh, yeah, watching Robin go- Twin Bee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> just that. Oh god, that's, that's what they uh, they condition people with. They make them watch Bob and Twin Bee. <laughs> um, fuck me, um, David. Uh, you know this is a. Uh, you know, real talk, this is on the Switch uh, Super Nintendo service. Have you played a little bit of Poppin' Twinby? I have not. I feel like I should, because I enjoy the bright, colorful, fun games, but when I pull up my um, SNES online, it's usually either Super Mario World or Donkey Kong Country. I get it. Yeah, and I, I was one of those guys. It's like, yeah, okay, they're releasing a lot of weird things here. You got your, you know, weird Jaleco SNES games, your Brawl Brothers, and your, uh, you know, Operation Logic Bomb. It's like, what are they doing with these things? And then they, like, every now and then, they throw a little box art in there and something Japanese. It's like, okay, well, I guess I should check that out. And then it turns out, oh, look, it's Poppin' Twinby. <laughs> like, I know what to do with this. You know, I don't, you know. A lot's changed since the last time I used Twin B on the show. I no longer question my motivation in playing cute 'em ups. I just, you know, I boot 'em up, I start shooting. Guys, I, you know, that's a, it's an improvement that I've made in my life. I no longer need the story to play a game like Twin B. Welcome to the, I don't know, just the light, John. This wow, is. Wow. <laughs> This is how I. Was I say, you could have just, just said, "Welcome to my world." Yeah, it's how I exclusively oper- operate. Right? I, yeah. No, I, I, sh- I short-circuited John's brain a little bit with this revelation. He <laughs> 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 wasn't expecting that, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, the game is—it's uh, pretty fun. It's uh, you know, it's certainly not a bullet hell. It is—it's uh, it, a cute 'em up. It takes it fairly easy, and yet I'm terrible at it. It's uh, it, you know, I am—I've realized through playing it, like. Yeah, no, this isn't my this isn't my genre at all. Like, I'm just not good. I, I don't know if I just can't find the balance, but like, there's something about these vertical shooting games where it's like, okay, I need to hit every single thing, even if that's not required of me to continue playing the game, and I just start moving around too much and I get myself in trouble. It's uh, yeah, it, it happened repeatedly playing Pop and Twin B, and yeah, like. I basically have the gist of the controls because it's a lot like the first Twin B. You're shooting straight ahead to hit the things that are in front of you, and you're dropping bombs to hit the things on the ground. Cool. Somehow I'm still fucking that up. Like I'm just <laughs> I'm weaving in and out of uh, little flying acorns, and you know, not noticing that the pineapples on the ground are shooting missiles at me, and just you know, nothing's quite connecting, and I'm just uh, I'm not doing great. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy. It, this seems like it should be, like, the easiest of the, this type of game. And I'm not doing great. <laughs> That's one of the things that I like about, like, cute ups as a genre, or sub-sub-genre, where it's, like, with all the bright, colorful graphics and the unique animations and, like, fun, happy-go-lucky style, you'd think it would be an easy game, but 
it's still like you being shot at from all angles. Like it yeah. really deceives you. Right. Yeah. No. It. It. You know. That's the thing. I, I can't speak to the later levels in this game, but like based on the first level, uh, which you know all my gameplay experience in Poppin' Twinby is based. Uh, yeah. The first level and the boss, and not anything past that. Um, it's it's not like going crazy. It's just it's just not something I can uh, I can keep up with. They're not, you know they're not fucking going wild with this one. But uh, yeah, the the power ups in this one do help, and figuring out the power up system also helped. Once I looked up like what the bells and the different colors do, it, it really helped. Because at first I'm like, all right, I'm shooting all these clouds. All that's happening is bells are popping out. They're not hurting me. That's good. Uh, but they're not really helping me. And then it's like, oh, you shoot a bell and it changes colors. And then it changes your bullet pattern and stuff. And, uh, you know, it uh, learning things like that have uh, have led to me getting further and further in the first level of Poppin' Twin B. Um, you know, the best, uh, best color bell... Uh, obviously uh, is green because um, it gives you uh, a pretty sweet thing. It gives you these little uh, drones that go around your ship and also shoot bullets when you're shooting. So like you've got your shot and then there's just, you can have up to four little guys uh, encircling your ship and uh, you know, shooting at enemies, which uh, that helps because uh, you, know, you know, it seems to be more bullets you know, equals enemies getting hit with more bullets, therefore me die less. I'm, I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to do a little, little shoot 'em up uh, math here. It's <laughs> that that's that's like I think John, that's how you pass the calculus A B exam, is yeah. uh, figuring out that more bullets means you die less. Right. That, you know, that's America. I thought, that's I thought, right there on the entry exam. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it's like, that's how you pass a calculus A-B exam. You get two friends to sit on either side of you, and they do the test with you. Yes, exactly. And then you, you just encircle... compile all the answers together. You encircle yourself with four friends so that you can cheat. And uh, <laughs> there you have it. The teacher didn't even see you. So it's uh, it's good. But yeah, um, it's also cool, you know, uh, when you start the game, you get to pick the pattern in which those little ships move. So, like, there's one where it just kind of, it mirrors your movement. So if you're just moving left and right and back and forth, those are just moving in that same way. But then they also, they have the encircling pattern, and they have the, uh, I can't remember the word they used, but it was something like, uh, like swarm or something. Uh, but what they do, they move in, like, a horizontal and then vertical pattern, like making a U-shape. And, uh, you know, just kind of move uh, move a little bit differently so yeah you know, i'm experimenting with different uh different patterns on the drones i i haven't found my favorite yet in circle is obviously the best it harkens back to mario kart with the uh you know uh, shells circling your vehicle um but yeah and uh you know it, it's pretty fun uh i'm trying to think of the other things the you know the one mechanic that i still had never gotten the flick on uh there's a i was looking through the options today to try and remind myself if i know anything about this game which apparently i, I know very little uh there's an option that just the button that just says drone and i'm like or no it says a uh, scar sorry chibi and i didn't know what that did and uh apparently it's like a one-time shot where it unleashes a bunch of small twin bees or wind bees <laughs> that go ahead and shoot everything on the screen for you. 
And I feel like if I had known about that sooner in this game, yeah. it would have come in real handy. Because that <laughs> turns out a screen clearing attack where a bunch of little ships come out and do your work for you. That's also a way to pass a calculus exam. It's it's really a handy thing to know about. <laughs> so, yeah, just working don't... on the fly here with this uh, with this game. <laughs> I, I really just imagine you co showing up to take the calculus exam <laughs> with a bunch of tiny ships, and <laughs> like like just getting real space warfare with it. Yeah, at Pedro uh, Menendez yeah. High School. Exactly. That's that's the thing. Yeah, I, you know, I like, smoked a J in the parking lot and then <laughs> rolled into the library to take the test with just a bunch of nanotechnology ships flying around me. Uh, you know, it was great, man. I passed the no, test. I like the that's, idea that it's not even. It. I like the idea that it's not even nanotechnology. It's just what you had. So you just like taped a bunch of like models of battleships to you, kind of like a, a solar system model for the science fair, except it's you as the sun. And then right. all the planets are little battleship models. You, you show up yeah, with that, a potato. You show up with a potato can loaded with Hot Wheels. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Was gonna, <laughs> my version of that was gonna be just I had a box with battleship in it. I emptied all the ships into it, shook it up, and threw it into the middle of the room. <laughs> and uh, I ran away, and I didn't take the test. <laughs> <laughs> you suck my battleship. And yet somehow you got a ninety-eight. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know like most things involving me in high school. Pity was a huge factor, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, uh, you know, popping Twinbee's a lot of fun, man. It's it's colorful. I, I know I'm gonna make it past that first level one of these days. Uh, <laughs> now that I know the full complement of like color combos and uh, chibi attacks, uh, you know, because the funny thing is, like, uh, David, you're like, oh, I love the colorful stuff, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I agree. And you start up the game, and the first level's kind of like autumnal. It's uh. It's kind of like yellow and orange. I'm like, huh. You know, I was kind of expecting like a little green and blue, a little, uh, little like spring breeze, a little, uh, little lakeside or something. But no, it's uh, it's like an autumn city. And I just, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's twin B ain't quite popping for me. I, you know, I, I need a little more color on this. But uh, the later levels do sound cool. Really you got like an ocean level, a ruins, a battleship, you know, a, a volcano. Uh, you know, sounds like the color comes in at some point, so, yeah. I'll find it, I'll find out one day, I'm, really I'm sure. for this bright and colorful adventure. And it's just like, Game Boy monochrome. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of the vibe I got at first, I'm like, hmm, that ground is, is pretty goddamn yellow. Uh, huh. But, uh, hmm. Well, we'll just see, I'm sure, I'm sure this game will be fun, easy breezy, and I'll get to see some delightful, colorful things. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it'll happen one day. But yeah, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, as we were getting ready for this uh, episode, I realized vertical shooters are really not my strong suit. So, uh... <laughs> the one that Nintendo gave me for free for having their online service, that was pretty much my speed. And it's got good SNES music. Um, Real good. Yeah, fucking, uh... Yeah. Oh, hell, I should have had the uh, the composers ready to shout out. What is wrong with me? It's, they got a, a big team of composers for this. Uh, you know, it's Konami game. Uh, composers Kazuhiku Uehara, Masahiro Inoue, Tomoya Tomita, Nobuyuki Akina, Masai Nakashima, Saiko Miki, and a track by Michiru Yamane, uh, you know, uh, who I believe is a member of the uh, Mount Rushmore GTT. Uh, yeah. If not, 
then it's you know it's just due to oversight. She you know she's composed for so many games that we feature. So um, yeah, dope soundtrack, fun SNES cute 'em up, uh, and yeah, I, 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 I've almost forgotten Nintendo Switch Online like the SNES games. David, you and I could play these together at some point, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, cool. I think they Maybe have that's that. also the, the answer to uh, making it past the first level. I'm gonna need, you know, I'm gonna need a win B to go with my twin B. I, I, I you know, one player shoot him up, fine. But two players shoot him up, and eh, now we're talking. That's, uh, I think we need to get that going. So, uh, let's let's look into that. Johnny, again, uh, bust out that switch. We'll get the two-player online service going. Jesse and David, you're the ones I'm actually talking to. Maybe we play some SNES games online at some point, buddies. Hell yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, man. Let's just uh, let's just keep it popping, John. Pop it over to game two. Game two. Despite the name and setting, this game is completely unrelated to the television series that shares its name. And to differentiate, this game has an additional punctuation mark. And before you start writing down answers, if your answer does not contain this extra mark, it will be counted as incorrect.
right, who has those guesses, answers, correct punctuations? Yeah. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> uh, ooh, Jesse has a very interesting answer of the A-Team, which sadly I wish was correct. Um, John Harrington says, at Gunsmoke. Sadly incorrect. Uh ah! says gun penis smoke, <laughs> which I wish was correct, but um <laughs> No, uh that is sadly incorrect. Oh, close. So, uh, John, oh god. <laughs> Uh, so this game is Gun.Smoke. Also you know, known John as and I both knew Gun Smoke. <laughs> uh, well, wow. Uh, you know, David really stuck to his guns on that one. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, uh, you know, David, uh, he, uh, must be on his period, because he wouldn't give us the points for uh, our wrong punctuation mark. Hot take. Well, a penis isn't really a punctuation mark. It, you know, maybe Johnny meant like a, like an eggplant emoji. No, it was definitely a penis. I drew the head and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think it was actually coming um, the word smoke. <laughs> See, yeah, that's... Yeah, it was the gun, and smoke was the cum. Yeah, no, my um, my penis does yeah. vape tricks. <laughs> yeah, impressive, man. They make wow. spell. They make jewels for penises. Normally, <laughs> normally I would have given it to you guys, but I made I made a point to say make sure you have the correct punctuation, and you both didn't. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the so one time that I emphasize a rule. <laughs> Ranks highly amongst the worst stipulations in the history of Game That Tune. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so uh, so Gunsmoke, um, this, uh, this is another cute 'em up. Uh, you're flying a flying a plane with I arms, wish. shooting at uh, shooting at adorable acorns and things. Uh, no. Um, so this game, totally unrelated to the 1955 Western TV series of the same name. Um, this is another early Capcom shooter, and you play as a bounty hunter in the American West. Uh, I believe it's set in 1849 specifically, um, and you are scrolling through, uh, walking through stages, shooting the fuck out of everybody around. Um, but was, what interesting was about this game was you didn't just have your like straight shot. Um, Specifically, the music and the version that I played was not the arcade version, um, but the NES version. And on the NES, if you push the A button, you shoot, you shot to a left angle. Um, if you push the B button, you shot to a right angle. And then if you push both of them together, you would shoot straight ahead. So you had, like, multiple ways to shoot around you. Which was pretty unique for, you know, most vertical, sc vertical scrolling shooters. Um, and then you could also, like... As you went through the various towns and areas, you could find, like, shopkeeps, and you could buy additional weapons. Um, so you had, like, an upgrade system that wasn't just, like, randomly you shoot a guy and another gun falls out. Like, you could actually buy new weapons. 
I mean, that's cool, but I also like just picking up everybody's guns. Yeah, so as it like was in the Old West. <laughs> See, um, it's interesting that you bring that up because uh, apparently the first Red Dead Redemption, or the first Red Dead game was considered like a spiritual successor to this. Like the creators were like, I really love Gunsmoke. I wish we could do that. And like the first Red Dead game, which was much more of like a shooting game, was sort of based on Gunsmoke. Hmm. That's an interesting connection. And now that you mentioned it, it kind of adds up. Like, you know, Red Dead Revolver was not uh, the open world, uh, you know, insanity that Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2 were. It was more just like, yeah, shooting galleries and, uh, you know, like wild boss fights made by the, the Rockstar guys. So that actually kind of adds up. Um, hmm. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, game also, this game also had, like, it was... I love the fact that it was trying different things. Like, you could aim where your bullets were going. You could collect different weapons. You could buy things. Like, okay, this is cool. But it did that, like, classic 80s arcade NES port thing where it's like, we're going to try lots of things. And some of them didn't quite work. Um, In order to face the boss, you had to collect their wanted poster. But their wanted poster was... But the poster was hidden in the stage. Hmm. So, like, as you're going around, as you're shooting, like, you'll shoot an invisible square and it'll make a slightly different noise. So if you keep shooting there, then the poster comes up and then you grab it and then you can face the boss. Uh. If you don't grab the poster, the stage just, like, endlessly repeats. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's like, if... When you do get to a shopkeeper, you can buy a poster, but oh. it's, like, crazy expensive. You have to get, like, a shit ton of points to do it. It's uh. like, I like the idea of, like, oh, to, to fight the boss, you have to get the wanted poster to bring him in because you're a bounty hunter. But, like, the right. fact that it's just randomly hidden in some no, invisible no. block in a scrolling shooter, like... Yeah, no, that's not great. It, it should be posted outside of, like, the sheriff's office or, like, the marshal's office. There should just be right? a, a difficult-to-reach marshal's office in every single level. You know, there's, like, you know, maybe some strong guy there, like, hey, you know, whoa, buddy. Uh, you know, easy there, partner. You can't have this wanted poster. Uh, you know, maybe you just have to kill a lot of guys. You have to kill the marshal. <laughs> to acquire the wanted poster, I, you know, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but no, just like that, that's really hid, not hidden block. That's Ooh, really not that's... in the marshal's best interest. <laughs> to yeah. like, he wants you want to that... bring in this. You want to bring in that outlaw? You gotta kill me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, David, would you say that this game contains uh, cowboy shit? It depends what you mean, like. As you say shit, do you mean, like, like specifically stuff. feces? Or do you no. mean, like, no. the like vernacular stuff. term for just stuff? For stuff. Oh, yeah, this game has a lot of cowboy shit. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> uh, now, does it contain any trace of feces? Like, is there, are there post... <laughs> is there, like, a horse trough that you have to avoid? Like, that maybe, you know, like... Why would the horse post? poop in the trough? Near the, the trough. You didn't, okay. yeah, why do you think they poop in the trough? No, I'm saying like, you know. <laughs> I'm sure there's trace amounts of feces when you run into this from Albertsons. That's true. <laughs> no. That's Everybody's... where the wanted poster is hidden under a big fucking pile of gorgeous. <laughs> oh, shit. ew, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who took a shit Although, all over um... this wanted poster? <laughs> 
Uh, take a look at the poster. <laughs> Shitty McGee. Since you, um, <laughs> since you brought up um, horse shit, it's, it's, it's calling card. You can actually one of the items that you can get because like you collect different guns and if you get shot and die, like you lose your guns because you lose oh. your power ups in a shooter. That's all standard dead. stuff, but. One of the items that you can get is you can actually get a horse to ride on, which gives you, like, three extra hit points. So. Dope. That's it. <laughs> That's what this a horse game is. Does feature, Just... This game does feature horse as, like, a gameplay mechanic. I was gonna say, horse, horses as armor is uh, an interesting mechanic. <laughs> so is it confirmed that if you shoot a horse three times, it will die? Exactly. Uh you ride I mean, that in horse, 1849, like, yes. Yeah. yeah they, they were breeding their horses much less uh, hardy back then, but yeah, you know, you'd be riding that horse, like, uh, down to the side, so yeah, the horse takes all the bullets, and then it just dies. Yeah, it's, uh, man, much, the Wild West. Much folks. less hardy back this then. How gruesome. many bullets do you think it takes to kill a horse? John, how many horses have you killed? <laughs> like, I mean, They so shoot few? horses, don't they? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it takes more than three fucking bullets, man. They're sturdy. They're built. You know, they're majestic Not if it's animals. a slug between the eyes. Well, if it's a moving target, David, have you ever seen how narrow a horse's head is? <laughs> like, you know, if, if I'm riding at you with a fucking horse, and I'm shooting you, and you're shooting me with a six-shooter from 1849... How easy do you think it is to get a boom headshot on a fucking horse? Like, guys, I oh, think we have okay. a new Patreon goal. Kill a bunch of horses. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was thinking more like get some paintball guns, some horses, and go do an old west shoot shootout. But maybe we could just go slaughter a bunch of horses. Oh no! That's a good idea. I love the idea of showing up to a paintball range. On a horse. <laughs> or showing up to a horse ranch with paintball guns. <laughs> Either way. I like it. <laughs> Just the next time you go to the state fair and they have the pony ride, like right behind the six-year-old girl, it's you in full camo with a paintball <laughs> rifle. Up Just next. <laughs> oh, man. Yep, that's, uh, that's the life right there, man. That's that cowboy shit Jesse was talking about. Um... Anyway, yeah, David, uh, you know, uh, interesting pick. I, I, I really, I don't understand why they needed to put the period in the middle of the gun smoke. Because uh, they want to differentiate it from the 1955 TV series. Like, arcades in Japan in the late 80s were just full of gun smoke fans. Uh, exactly. And, you know, it, I don't know. At that time, obviously, it did denote a web address, so a bunch of kids weren't going to go to gun.smoke and find some weird shit. So yeah, they were they were safe. Like you know, nowadays if you just you know tell people you know gun dot smoke, uh, they're gonna go and it's gonna be a Side website note. about slaughtering a bunch of horses. <laughs> Johnny, if we don't already own gun dot smoke, can we buy gun dot smoke oh, and I'm then not... reroute it to GameNetune? You think he's not looking already? You're uh, out of your mind. Yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely already looking. I don't know if dot no dot smoke doesn't exist. You can't get that. That sucks because dot smoke is a great domain type. <laughs> you know, because if we, if we didn't own gtt dot smoke already, I would insist that we did. Yeah, um, most of the gun domains are already taken, and they're very expensive. That's too bad. Like gun dot online, um, three thousand dollars. 
that makes sense. I mean, people in America, they like their guns. Um, <laughs> so anyway, hey, uh, let's, uh, David, anything else on Gunsmoke? Uh, no, it's a fun game. It's a good shooter, and um, I like that it's a little bit different because you're just like a guy walking through the Old West and kind of going back to that um, 1942 episode, like, I miss Capcom scrolling shooters. They did really good scrolling shooters. Yeah, you know, Capcom was good at that shit, man. So, hell yeah, Johnny. Let's, uh, you know, let's not kill any horses. Seriously, Game of the Tune does not condone violence against horses in any capacity. They're great, majestic creatures, wonderful creatures. And, uh, Johnny, let's, uh, let's keep it going in the next game, my man. Game three.
So, uh, the soundtrack to this game was composed by Toshiharu Yamanishi, who you may remember from Thunder Force 3, Thunder Force 4, and Dragon's Fury. In fact, one song from this game was remixed into a new version of Dragon's Fury. guys how do y'all f- feel pretty good i'm feeling pretty good great man all right let's see some some answers whoa okay so johnny drew what appears to be a, a dragon with a dick <laughs> which is pretty pretty cool uh and uh John had said uh, Thunder Force 5. That's yeah, incorrect. sorry, I pulled it away and erased it already because I know it's not right. And David said Thunder Force 2. No, uh, this is Elemental Master. I've heard Shit. of this. Is this that hey, Ringo Johnny, Star game? Uh, John, I believe all no. of us got yeah. this wrong. You know what I have oh. heard? That's what I was waiting for. Uh, it, it's not the Ringo Star game. I do know what talk, game you're talking about. That game is pretty awesome, too. Uh, but that game is also not a vertical shooter. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, Elemental Master is a uh, a vertical shooter, obviously, where you play as, like, a wizard. And um, there's this... Your brother is, like, all fucked up for some reason and is trying to kill everybody. And so you go through uh, uh, different levels... And um, fight different bosses, and each and like you can pick uh, which stage you go to. There's four stages. Like there's like a volcano stage, like a forest stage, like a 
an underwater stage and like a thick a frozen stage um it's been like a week and a half since i played it so i kind of forget <laughs> I mean, um, th that seems like it would stand out, like a stage involving, uh, you know, Elsa and Anna. Um... See, I didn't want to make that joke, but see, at the I same took time, it from you, David. I, I saved the you from the fuck out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we all play a frozen shoot 'em up? Yes. <laughs> You're like but, um... sliding down hills on a sled, throwing ice balls at things. Okay, I'll hell stop. yeah. That's all right. No, you're good. That's it's very fun. Um, like fucking, uh, God, I love I love Frozen. I just forgot every character's name instantly just as soon as I wanted to talk about them. Anyways, yeah. the snowman. So fucking yeah, that that's who I wanted to talk. Olaf, that's his fucking name. Olaf, Olaf. How can I forget fucking Olaf? Okay, you got you got Elsa, you got Anna, oh you no, got you Christoph, got David you on got the thing. Olaf, you got Sven. Sven. For villains, you got Hans. Um, the Duke of Wesselton. For fuck's sake, you could unlock Oaken as a playable character. Yeah, I'm concerned. That I could do this all night. I'm concerned. Who's the guy with the spa? I'm concerned you forgot about fucking Oaken. Olaf. Yeah, that should be a memorable experience. That. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't last very long because I just started shrinkage right away. Yeah. Um, Olaf is like top three on everyone's frozen fuck list. So yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> You really should remember that. It's it's Anna, Sven, and Olaf. <laughs> right? Not Elsa. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm an Olaf man. I don't know, I heard she's kind of cold. Oh! oh! But, uh, See, that's why you need to get Oaken. He's got that sauna, that big bird yeah. man takes you into the sauna, you know. And he invites you into, Makes you know, sweet he invites into the sauna with you. his wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's wild, man. Big summer blowout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh. Yeah, I'm So what was your game? What is this game actually? <laughs> so elemental master, you're a wizard, and you you fight a bunch of like, uh, like magical stuff. It's like, um, and after each level, you get a new spell that you uses your bullets, and you can charge them up, and they do different things. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's really difficult. I was able to finish it. I, uh, I beat it on stream like a week ago. It took like an hour and a half and I used lots of saves coming. So that's the only way I was able to beat it. Um, because, uh, there's like little anime like type cutscenes, like, you know, 16 bit Sega Genesis, like here's a cool anime picture with some words and it's all like, you know, magical nonsense and it's pretty great um so your first spell doesn't really do much until um after you get all the other after you beat all the other levels then you can charge that spell up and it's like a super awesome beam that fucks everything shit up um and uh obviously the bosses get harder and harder and harder there's like a, a, a orc dude that turns into a dragon there's like a lady that turns into like a spider um, and then the one dude, he turns into like this weird demon thing. Um, it's a really cool game. It's a Sega Genesis game. Um, I don't know if you could tell by the soundtrack. Yeah, oh, just, um, yeah, there was, there was a couple of hints in there, namely that you did trivia about, uh, Thunder Force <laughs> soundtracks. Yeah. And, uh, yes, the very, uh, nature of the soundtrack. But, um, and it's, it's, it's cool looking. Um, I, it's, it's, it is very difficult but I would say it's not difficult 
to where like you just get infuriated with the first stage like you could probably beat a couple stages without save scumming um from then you know it's up to you whether you want to be an actual good player or uh play like i do and and saves you know save scum which uh someone told me who was watching said hey you beat it it doesn't matter how you beat it you beat it <laughs> and i was like okay that, i'll go with that honestly that's the thing i mean you know yeah. people talk uh people talk a lot about that these days like fucking playing games on lower difficulties and you know frankly you know it like if the ending is something that you want to see on a game like this, do what you got to do. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I, and I'm sure it was worth it. It was, you know, it, this game probably has one of the greatest, most emotional endings. Like, it's just, uh, you know, it. Well, it's, it's a tour de force <laughs> game, right? Like, I really, I just love the music. I mean, the music <laughs> and it looked cool. Like, the story was, like, it's it's very, you know, it's impressive that they tried to give it a story. Like the whole. You know, you're a wizard and your brother's being a giant douchebag and then you figure out that he's like under control of some evil magic, but it's too late. You've already killed him. Spoiler alert. Aww. And, uh, <laughs> but you know, the sprite, the sprite work is good. And like that, that fucking soundtrack, man, that's like, oh, I couldn't get enough of it. No, that was a good soundtrack. Like, every song like that. There's, like, maybe one song that's maybe not as much of a banger as all the rest of them, but still, that's a pretty good track record of, you know. Uh. Yeah, yeah no, sorry. kick-ass soundtrack. <laughs> I love that Genesis, yeah, yeah. like, sound. It's so good. Yeah, when, when, you, when you got someone who knows exactly what to do with the Sega Genesis music, they can fucking make that boy sing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and you know, uh, a, a hell of a track record for you know for Technosoft and for the composer. I mean, seriously, the Thunder Force soundtracks. Like, you know, I, I honestly, that's the thing. You know, as we established earlier, I'm uh, not not so hot at shmups, uh, if you can call Pop and Twinby a shmup. So, uh, you know, I uh, I'm not all about these games, but man, I'm all about these soundtracks. And uh, yeah, that, like. <laughs> The, the music transcends the game, quite frankly, because it's like, you know, I heard one little taste of Thunder Force back whenever we started this podcast. I'm like, okay, now that, I need to hear more of that. <laughs> like, what, you know, what, uh, what do we have here? So, yeah. And, like, uh, another thing that's cool about it is, you know, typically a lot of these vertical shooters are, like, airplanes or tanks or, or spaceships and stuff. But here you got a fucking wizard slinging magic at stuff, which is, you know, it's pretty cool thematically to turn... A wizard using magic into a shmup. So yeah, uh, what was the thing you played uh, not terribly long ago? You had that uh, cute wizard side-scrolling shmup for like was it Graphics 16? Oh yeah. Um, oh, uh, Magical Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a little witch on a broom. That game was pretty cool too. I mean, honestly, that's the thing. Like, you know, I I was trying to think of like you know genres and things that can be represented by shmups. And, you know, if it's not, like, highly technical stuff, there has to be a magical element to it. Like, that's the thing. It's, you know, uh, like, dragon spirit comes to mind, you know, so that, you know, yep. yeah, you're flying a dragon, sure, okay. But then, like, you know, what is the excuse for somebody outside of the fantasy zone to be participating in a shmup if they're not in Wait. a ship? <laughs> Are you talking about, um, fucking, um, shit, what's the fantasy zone Opa, Opa? game? Fantasy zone? No. 
the it's game's not, called Fantasy no, Zone. No, it's not. It's not Fantasy Zone, but it goes Welcome to the Fantasy Zone. Uh, uh, Space uh, Harrier. Yes, Space Harrier. Shit, that's the game I was which, trying to think of. Yeah, okay, which is so. a, which is kind of a shmup too, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, and in Space Harrier, they just went with. You're a guy floating around the screen with a gun. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, sure, you're just a man floating, like, shoot things. But, you know, absent that kind of justification, uh, yeah, you gotta have magic in there, man. So, you know, it, uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's, it's, it's cool, man. I, I, I like it a lot. I, you know, I'm kind of interested in this now. Uh, though, at the same time, like I said, I gotta get popping twin B down before I fucking move on yeah. to some elemental master type shit. Like that's just uh, <laughs> this saying uh, this isn't my tempo at all. Just so, watch me beat it, and then you're good to go. You know, Jesse, I've done that for so many games. Uh, oh! uh, <laughs> for games, I said, God damn it! Oh. Games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and I, we played some games where I watched you beat it. Uh, you know, for all our uh, viewers out there, take, take from that what you will. Um, but yeah, man, you, you know, it's funny. You claim to be terrible at things, but uh, I've seen you be uh, very proficient at things. I don't care how many times you had to spam the same states on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, a cool game, cool soundtrack. Uh, I'll have to check this one out myself at some point. Uh, Jesse, anything else on the uh, the Elemental Master? I think that's it. It's good. It is, man. So let's keep it bopping. Johnny, what's next? Game four.
uh, fan request? Yes. Word. So, um, a couple of new features uh, popped up in this game. Uh, the primary new feature is the option to choose between point device mode and legacy mode. Point device mode makes it easier to clear the game because the player can keep trying until they succeed, only having to go back to uh, a recent checkpoint. However, if you use that feature, the game is much more difficult than normal. Uh, legacy mode, you get a set number of lives to complete the game. Oh, and this is the 15th entry in this series.
All right, guys. Yeah. Who's feeling great? He Everybody the, should be feeling great. He said the 15th oh. game, right? 15th. <clears throat> okay. All right, so as everybody's getting those answers out, I want to thank uh, Taylor Y for the fan request. Uh, you know, excellent request. What a request. Uh, Jesse says death smiles, sadly incorrect. John says pen 15. Check that out on Hulu. That show's pretty good. <laughs> David, what are you thinking, man? Uh-oh. Uh, David said... Maybe it's just the beard talking, but I feel like I know this, and I'm pissed that I don't know. David, I'm pretty confident that you don't know what this Man, is. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say, you have a butt that won't quit. Five dollars? Five dollars! I thought that's where we were going. Now, Johnny, hit that fucking sound again, man. Yeah, we are not good at these. No, this is a game called Legacy of Lunatic Kingdom. It's part of the Toho Project. Uh-oh, David looks pissed. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a cave game. Um, yeah. Maybe. I don't think this game takes place in a cave. I think, uh... <laughs> it's, uh, just a magic shoot 'em up David? Holy shit, I think David literally just broke his computer and he's no longer on the show. Um, God damn. Wow. Uh-oh. That's not great. Yep. Oh, there's the Discord message. He's, uh, he, he punched a hole through his computer, so he's out for the rest of the episode. That is a uh, big surprise. Because, uh, yeah, this game, man, uh, I didn't realize David was so passionate about the Toho Project. And uh, this game, the uh, Legacy of Lunatic Kingdom. Because um, I've never heard of this shit, like, at all. This, is, uh, this, this request was wild to me. Uh, you know, first and foremost... It was the first request that we received upon posting this uh, this theme, and I was like, okay, well, I'll look up that. And I was just taken with this. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the one. It's from a Patreon fan. It's insane looking, and it's part of a apparently 23 year long series of vaguely connected schmups. Vaguely connected. I mean, you know, Jesse, are you aware of this Toho project? The only Toho I know of is, like, Godzilla and shit. And so see, that was kind of what I was one. thinking. I was like, is this some kind of crazy-ass Godzilla shmup? That's well, that would dope. be cool. You know, like, they've been making Godzilla shmups every year and nobody told me? Uh, but no, that doesn't appear to be... You know, it's, 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 and since that's my problem with not knowing how to pronounce Japanese, it's Toho, T-O-U-H-O-U. So I don't know if that's Tohu or Tohuho, you know... I'm not good with the Japanese pronunciation, so I'm going with the, the Toho shorthand. But yeah, uh, you know, this Toho project, it's uh, literally just like an uh, ongoing series of bullet hell shmups uh, that, like, they've been going since, like, the mid-90s. Uh, this guy was just making them, uh, like, he started out making them for the PC-98, and then eventually started just releasing them on Windows and Steam and all that, and... Uh, it's just these wild ass, hard ass shmups, and uh, you know they look cool. They look like a fucking nightmare to play. I mean, that I guess that's, <laughs> that's implied in the hell of Bullet Hell. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know I was trying to watch a video of this one, and like 
this, I mean, seriously, from the word go, like, you know, the first level on this shit is nuts. Like, shit starts coming at all kinds of weird angles, and it's just all about, like, near misses and barely tucking your little character into, like, these nooks between the bullets. You know, thankfully, the bullets are pretty big. But, like, if I didn't know what I was up against with this game, which, you know, obviously, it wouldn't make sense to drop into the 15th game in this shmup series uh, and not yeah. know what I was up against. But, like, it, it was overwhelming from the get-go. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, like, the first, like, they're just enemies in the first level that literally just shoot out endless, like, clouds of these bullets, and there doesn't appear to be a way to dodge them. But, like, at, as long as your uh, little thing is at the very bottom of the screen, at the very end, as they, you know, move outward from this circle, there's a small separation that doesn't even look like you could make it through. You make it through. Like, it's that close and that fucking crazy. Um, and apparently there's a, uh, like, a, a system that is in play uh, that, fuck, I can't remember the name of it, you know, because the thing I was watching, the guy kept... Uh, you know, mentioning, like, you get bonuses for doing this. Um, but it's like a near-miss system, where, so not only is it a bullet hell, but you get bonus something by, like, glancing against the bullets, for lack of a better word? Like, <laughs> you know, like, you get, like, a scrape bonus or some shit, and it's like, this game is insane. Like, you have to get a certain, like, scrape score on each level to move on to the next thing. Uh, it's, it's It's nuts, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I was watching this. I'm like, no. Like, you know, this, I mean, the first level, level of this game appears to be about 50 times harder than Poppin' Twin B. Like, it's just, this is, it's nuts. I, you know, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And, you know, people are, you know, obviously, YouTube is full of, one cc no damage runs of this oh. which, which really is not the best way to watch something to get a feel for how the game works <laughs> like watching somebody master a game is not the way to understand like the ins and outs of a bullet hell game um so i did finally find one where someone had not mastered it and that made it a little more clear those uh, couple of mechanics i was talking about the continue mechanics uh you know this one that's that was the big thing so you got two modes. You got point device, which just means checkpoints. Uh, or you got legacy mode, where you have a certain number of lives to make it through the game. So, if you use checkpoints, the game gets harder, but you can try endlessly. Or if you use the classic mode, you have a certain number of lives, but I guess maybe the game's slightly easier. Every run I've seen of this online is like perfect point device mode, uh, you know, runs. But yeah, this shit's crazy, man. I feel like an insane person talking about this and like saying these words. Like you sound like a lunatic. I know. That's the thing. You know, if I told you that this was the fifteenth out of nineteen games in a long-running series of bullet hell shmups with point device modes and scrape bonuses, yeah. Yeah, you, you'd be right to have me, like, Baker-acted. This is, you know, I, I don't sound well. I, you know, I don't feel well. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm in hell. A hell full of bullets, if you will. It's, yeah. it's just, it's flummoxing. And I, and I miss my friend David, really. <laughs> I can't believe it. You know, the, the idea that he would smash his way out of the show over anger of this uh, about this series... Is baffling I, me because I don't I get, get closure it. on that fucking anecdote. Like I, I need to know why. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I think, uh, though, looking at some stuff about this game, there's a character named Clown Piece. So now you have my attention. <laughs> uh, you know, Clown Piece. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me get some of that Clown Piece. Like you know, you know break me I mean? off a piece of that clown, or you know, <laughs> world world Clown Piece. Which one are we? It's talking? one word. <laughs> okay, but like you know, uh, you know. E-I-C-E piece or E-A-C-E piece? Like world P-I-E-C-E. Piece or... Interesting. Yeah. Clown piece. Like a um, side piece? But yeah, it's or a like clown. a cod piece. <laughs> like, yeah. like that one piece anime, but it's clowns? Oh yeah. my god. Oh, one piece, all clowns. See, that sounds like kind of thing that would make a good shoot em up. Oh, 800 uh. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst uh. Captain Crunch ever, the Oops All Clowns box. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, clowns. <laughs> uh, these motherfuckers are still shooting. I can't believe they made this 800 episode. This is wild. Um, yeah. It's, uh, seriously, this game, like, that's the other thing. I, you know, I know there's a story or something involved in this game. Because, I mean, there's characters in this one. You know, you can choose four playable characters and they each have their own bullet pattern, which is interesting. But, like, I can't tell what the, like, vibe of this game is. All I get is, like, bullets and chaos. Like, I don't know what, you know, like, what the... If it's techno, if it's magic, if it's what. Like, it's it's impossible to tell because as soon as the fucking game starts, like... The screen is just filled with circles, and it's just, it's, it's crazy, man. This, this is some wild shit. It's, uh, I don't know. It, it's, you know, just utterly baffling to me. I, I, I was surprised to learn of this series, uh, and it's fantastic music. And, you know, it's insane, just, you know, I, I don't even know what. Like, what drives some, what drives someone to make an endless series of impossible bullet hell games like you would think like okay well maybe it's like each one has a distinct art style or something like or like a really distinct gameplay mechanic but no it seems to be they just they you know they just keep making them and I mean maybe they tweak the formula a little bit like I said this this one's tweak to the formula was checkpoints like <laughs> okay <laughs> like and that was a big deal <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I don't think it's story. I don't think it's, you know, art. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that drives <laughs> this fucking series. I, 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 it's, I was like flummoxed to find this. It's, you know, it's, it's crazy to discover something like this, uh, this late in a, a podcast where I consider us to be people that are pretty knowledgeable about video games. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I seldom have something that I'm totally caught off guard by. And that's this game. Like, it's, uh. I, I really I don't know what to make of it. I know I'm never going to play any of it. Like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna listen to the music. I'm gonna download as many of these soundtracks as possible. There's just numerous soundtracks. They all have some good bops, some good chaos bullet music. You know, really stressful shit. You know, I'd like to give it a listen, but I'm never gonna play this fucking game. <laughs> like, not only is it not on a console, it looks hellish, literally hellish. So, uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it was a great request though, because seriously, I I do like having my horizons broadened, and this just you know, God, it took my horizons and just spread them wide. <laughs> so uh, you know, anyway, uh, uh, Taylor, thank you so much for the request. Excellent request, excellent tunes. Uh, no listed composer. I'll just edit myself saying that in in post. 
And uh, Johnny, let's uh, let's keep it going, man. Let's wrap this thing up with game five. Game five. Absolutely zero uh, guarantees about the quality of my contributions to this matter. Hey, you know, it, greater than zero, which is David's contribution to the end of the show, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
Destructoid gave the PC version of this game a score of 9 out of 10, referring to it as a must-play title and required reading for shmup fans, concluding that solo or with a friend on the highest difficulty setting or the lowest blah, is incredibly easy to spend an afternoon with for years to come. something down. <laughs> I think we oh, all no. did. <laughs> That's why I made my drawing in the first song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a GTT pro tip right there. <laughs> to distract us. Alright, everybody, let's see some answers. <laughs> so, um, so, so Jesse good. says Ikaruga, which is incorrect. John says, um, uh which is correct and Gurmi drew a penis with a face which is also correct it also <laughs> the penis Fuck. also had a butt done. oh yes it was a dick butt with a face dick it butt it was um, yeah so for anybody listening in podcast form that's unclear on what happened David as it turns out he punched his fist through the computer but he also uh, opened an assist trophy and he uh, he replaced himself at the last second with one of our uh, one of our close friends of the show, Grim. So uh, thank you so much, Grim, for jumping in for David uh, on such short notice. I have dubbed myself the prettiest assist trophy. Exactly, you're you know, you're easily the prettiest assist trophy that we've uh, had thus far on the show. And uh, you know, even David admitted it in uh, on his way out. You know, uh, he, he was replaced by someone prettier. It's confirmed. Yeah. I'm putting it on my resume. Exactly, as you, as you well should. So yes, <laughs> the prettiest person that's ever been on Game Net. Check it out on my LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, man, our bar is set pretty high over here. So anyway, yes, um, this is uh, Mamase, Mamasa, Mamakasa, the Mushihimamasa, Mushi, 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 Mushi,
We Mish. shouldn't make fun of it too hard, Johnny. I know... Mamma-lamma-jamma. <laughs> no, I, I know why John picked this. This, uh... This is from the last episode. We had our episode with Pass Blaster, and he said, let's do vertical shooters, especially if you do Mushihime-sama on there. And that is how John got this pick. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, you haven't played this? I have I have absolutely not. It looks awesome. The music is great. Um, and you're shooting, yeah. you know, giant bugs. Uh, and that's about all I know. Uh, I think it, in- yeah, it's Mushihime-sama, aka Bug Princess. So uh, with your oh, recent I, with I your recent binge into Hollow Knight, John, this might be right up your alley. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's described as a manic shooter developed by Cave, and I believe Cave is known for making absolutely ridiculous shooters. Yeah, Jesse referenced them earlier in this episode. <laughs> yeah, and I I watched like five minutes of gameplay, and I had just had to stop what I was doing and just go take a walk. Like I got really anxious. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow, John. That is that. Are you admitting that that's the most you've ever prepared for a show? You watched five minutes of this gameplay. Five minutes is me being generous with myself. <laughs> I, I'm thoroughly impressed. <laughs> it's just you know, wild, John. You're really growing up. I can't believe you watched five whole minutes before uh, before deploying a game on the show. So uh, yeah, it's just you know, oh, our our little John's growing up. <laughs> so Johnny, you know, tell us what you saw in that five minutes of gameplay. Bullets and bullets and bullets and bullets. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Beautiful Any sprite bugs? work, beautiful art in general. I was really impressed by that. Um, like some of the enemies, they look good. Uh, and, and the levels, I, I like had um, video elements. Like as you're flying around, like the levels moving because there's really like a video that's playing under there. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's um, cool. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, great art. Interesting, interesting-looking power-ups, and and there's like three different modes of you know ways you can play the game. Like when you start, you choose what kind of shooting style you want. Um, and yeah, uh, it's been released on PC, uh, so you can go buy it now on Steam. I think it's like twenty dollars or so. Uh, I think it looks like a pretty good buy. I might go actually buy it and try playing it. Don't do it, John. You're not a bullet hell boy. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I really not. It. <laughs> You're gonna hate this. <laughs> like, but there's no story as far as oh, well, there is a story. It's like you're finding She's all these a bugs. bug princess, John. How much story do you need? Yeah, somebody in the chat said that translates to Almighty Bug Princess, and that is all I need to know. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah. Now I'm, I'm looking at it now, and yeah, all the screenshots appear to be like I can't see anything but bullets, which is pretty wild. Um, you know, the bullets are pink and purple, which is great. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, anime bug girl. Like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, this this in no way screams right up your alley. This is not for you at all. <laughs> no, there's no hedgehogs or anything. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. What are the bugs even impregnating? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I showed you my ovipositor. Please respond. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, people in the people that are watching this live, you know, this really this episode has been a rich tapestry, and it's all coming together here at the end. <laughs> but uh, you know, this is gonna make no sense in podcast form. This is some wild shit. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we need yeah, to we develop show. a way to capture the chat log and have it play alongside the podcast as you're listening to it. 
<laughs> Add that to the show notes or like as chapters. <laughs> that is a dangerous way to play this game. Exactly. God, like Mork needs an audience. This is ridiculous. Um, you know, yeah, it, yeah. I, I wish I had something to say about this besides I'm glad that Adam fucking you know threw you that softball a couple weeks ago there, John. Because uh, you know, I get the feeling this is not the kind of game you can get a, a vibe from just from looking at screenshots of it while uh, you know recording an episode of Game That Tune. I feel like maybe this does need to be played. It's, uh, it, it, it looks uh, it looks pretty cool. Honestly, it, it looks a lot like that last game I was talking about. Like you said that like there's video moving backgrounds and stuff, and like based on the framing and the screen size and stuff. You know, I, I think uh, I think these guys cave might have been sharing notes with the uh, those Toho boys. Uh, <laughs> those Toho boys. I, I think there's literally only one Toho boy. I, you know, the, the Toho project just threw me for a fucking loop. Uh, All right, listen. So I'm gonna formally incorporate Game That Tune into a company, but the official company name is definitely gonna be Game That Tune Boys Incorporated. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, we, you know, it's the GTT Boys again. John, <laughs> our first female guest is here, and you keep on doubling down on this, you know, boys club shit. I will I not stand for this lady erasure. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. So, you know, so Graham, uh, you know, what's your experience with uh, bullet hell shooters since you uh, since you jumped in for David, and David seems so passionate about the Toho project? Uh, you know, what do you what do you know of these games <laughs> look i i don't want to be i don't want to be racist but all bullet hells look the same to me <laughs> see you know that's why i made sure to bring up the pink and purple bullets that uh that set this one apart oh from the God. last game that we featured on the on the show because seriously the toho game yeah uh, I, I believe the bullets were you know vaguely bluish so pink and purple uh, you can uh I, I am still not convinced that Toho isn't a visual novel. You will not convince me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, that, that whole thing threw me for a goddamn loop. I, I, I don't know what that was that was requested. It was uh, <laughs> something else entirely. But, um, yeah, John, what a, what a pick. Uh, did you, did you want to shout out the composer on this at all? Uh, yeah, let's see here. That, the composer on this was, um, da 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 uh, Manabu Namiki and Mashaharu Iwata. Yep. Oh, thought you would uh, thought you would key in on that uh, that Masaharu Iwata, and realize like, oh, that's why we're here. That's why there's such great music in this wild bug princess game. Johnny, don't look. I just want to know if you know who Masaharu Iwata is. I was definitely just clicking on the Wikipedia to try to figure that out. Help! 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 <laughs> I have Quick no Google. Idea. Jesse, you want to fill Johnny in on uh, Masaharu Iwata? Oh shit, I'm drawing a blank. I know Damn it's it. important. <laughs> I'm not ba- trying to flex. Ogre Battle 64? Muscle. Yeah, Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, that guy. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's good. Yeah. Guy's done some things. <laughs> King Salmon, the big catch. Exactly. Yeah. Je- you know, many games that Jesse's featured on the show. Victor uh, Kai. Yeah. Oh, Magical yeah. Chase. Hey. Magical yeah. Chase. Yeah, Mr. Iwata loves around. a witch girl, he loves a salmon. He loves uh, Bug Princess, and he, he found a way to make music uh, for that, and also Final Fantasy Tactics. It's, uh, you know, what a fucking wild career this man has had. Very <laughs> diverse. Yeah. You know, uh, I just like picturing the people making this Bug Princess shoot em up fucking hellish game. Being like, you know, we need. We need that guy that did Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> I feel like this game is really a lot like that. Like, you know. 
Can we get a can we get Hitoshi Sakamoto on the phone? No. Get the other guy. Get the yeah, get a get Mr. Iwata. No, the other Mr. Iwata. Yeah. Get, you know, Masaharu Iwata is who I'm talking about. Uh, you know, get him. He, you know, that guy gets Bug Princess. He knows the sound that we're going for. It really captures the essence of the princess of bugs. Truly, yeah, exactly. It's it's not just fantastically, uh, you know, it's not just fantastic anime music destined to be lost in the morass of other uh, things on GTT Radio. This soundtrack screams Bug Princess. It's just you know, we'll remember this always. <laughs> it's just Bug Princess music. You can hear the cricket legs rubbing together. It's uh, it's great, man. Uh, I really do think seriously, Johnny. Was there what was was there noise going on in someone's background, or did one of the tracks actually feature like some uh, some cricket legs? I think those were cricket legs. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think oh, uh, I cool. think that first track actually had like some bug noise in it. So I'm not just bullshit. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, a, an interesting choice. I want to know how he composed that. If he got, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just got, got in the studio and rubbed a bunch of grasshoppers together. It's just, you know, it's, it's the life of a composer, man. Yeah, I, I get he has it. an actual grasshopper orchestra. Yes. <laughs> Shows That's up his conductor adorable. wand. Conducts his grasshopper <laughs> yeah. orchestra. Oh, those, those poor, poor grasshoppers. Uh, yeah, He's very method. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm here to advocate for grasshopper rights everywhere. That's what I'm saying, man. Uh, you know, uh, we, we honor our Japanese composers around here, but we haven't really talked about the Japanese exploitation of grasshopper orchestra labor. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's a black eye on the whole industry, quite frankly. It's just, you know, it's wild. It, it really bugs to... me. <laughs> God damn it, Jesse. I'm dead. Ah. <laughs> uh. We, we never saw it coming. God damn it. Um, yeah, so anyway. Uh, fucking uh, Grasshopper Orchestra, the shoot em up. No, uh, you know, the, the more easy to pronounce thing. Um, yeah. Bug Princess. <laughs> hot, hot mamalama jamma land. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Somakosa. Mushu Gaipan. Sama. Fucking. Mumbarumba Langle Langer. Yeah. Samba de Amigo. Is uh, the game, <laughs> cool. you know, which uh, also, quite frankly, would be pretty great if they added a grasshopper character. I'm just saying, um, Johnny. Uh, yeah, unless there's something else on this, then I think it's time to turn it over to the calculating computer. Calculating, calculating, calculating. Oh, thank God, David's still here. Uh, huh. Um, okay, that was weird. Uh. Hang on, let me see if I can fix this. Let's see here. How absurd! Oh my god, guys, I cannot believe it. David it's, came uh, back. Yeah. I, I can't believe that David showed back up just in time to fix our broken calculating computer. How does Akuma keep getting inside the computer at the end of every July? This is just absurd, quite frankly. I'm finally complaining with Orkin. 
We've had them out so many times, and Akuma keeps popping up every single July. He's just drawn to the heat of the computer. He just stays in there. It's gross, man. Akuma's nasty. Rubbing those legs together all the time. Um, Anyway, yeah. uh, Wow. I cannot believe it's time to kick off yet another August absurdity. Also, I can't remember if Grim has any idea what we're talking about. I have absolutely no idea, but I'm delighted. (laughs) I'm so glad she's here for this. Uh, Yeah, it's time for August absurdity, our annual head-to-head championship month of GTT to determine the king of the show. Um, Unfortunately, Grim, I don't think you're going to be doing the entire month of shows with us, though I I, I think... (laughs) <laughs> David wouldn't be opposed to that. We, you know, it would be great to have Queen of the Show for once. God damn. Uh, it's time, guys. It's, it's August Absurdity 5. It's time to you know, be a little more progressive with this. But, yeah, it's uh, it's time to go head-to-head, motherfuckers. It's uh, it's August Absurdity. It's time to step it up, bring your A-games. You know, we, uh, we take this game very seriously this month. One month out of the year, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we don't cheat or Google answers and try to stump one another. So it's uh, it's like if it's, whose line is it anyway it was in a cage. Exactly. You know, you know cage up those whose line boys, and uh, you know I, I don't know which one we all are. David uh, would be the Colin Mockery. Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably be the Wayne Brady. Uh, you know. Can I be Colin Jost? Yes. Uh, the, Ryan the Styles. <laughs> Jesse's the Ryan Styles. Johnny, call dibs on your who's line guy. Uh, damn it. I was going to take Ryan Styles. Um, don't Greg, don't Greg, flatter yourself, John. You're I, no Ryan Styles. Can I Can I be Greg Proops? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I'll be Greg Proops. 1,000% the Greg Proops of Game Led Tune. Uh, you know, you love baseball and Star Wars Episode One. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a wild ass month. So you know, to kick it off, we gotta we gotta determine the uh, the matchups. So we're coming back next week. I, you know, fuck, I, I don't think that we prepared a free play jingle for this, John. Oh no, but, we uh, didn't. But I, I've got some. I've got some. Good, good. So yeah, we're coming back with an August absurdity tip off classic. Just a free play winner gets to pick their opponent for the following round of August Absurdity. So, uh, so Johnny, if you got a free play jingle, now would be the time to hear it. Game that too. them all of them not just the men the women and children too john you really got to pay attention i mean i know i mostly spout off bullshit but sometimes i have legitimate points <laughs> dinosaurs with titties dot <laughs> <laughs> com there's a dinosaur you're in the past he's in the future who gives a fuck there's a dinosaur just enjoy this goddamn game fuck you ultra 64 hot take a dinosaur is far more interesting than a skeleton that's not a hot take. I'm not playing this out for that. <laughs> hey. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, God. That burning ape piss. That is some serious business. <laughs> Johnny, bite. Take it seriously with titties.com. Do you think when Michael Richards comes, he leaves the room and then bursts in the door? 
Oh god, I hope so. Call me the ass man. Come on, miss. Let's you and me fuck up the evolutionary tree. He's got a big fucking dick. <laughs> He's a dinosaur. How absurd! Alright, cool. I think that's the end of it. Jesus Christ. That was a good so one. Long. A wild ride from start to finish. <laughs> it really is. No, it, it, you know, you want to talk about funny. I, I, seriously, I was listening to a, like an old episode of the Game That Tune this week. Uh, somebody mentioned a game that I hadn't thought of in a while. I looked up when we used it on Game That Tune. It was episode 24, four years ago. We played the free play jingle, and I complained that it was too long because it lasted nine seconds. <laughs> so, God, uh, yeah, you were Centuries. Good God, how far we've come. It's been 84 years. Uh, that's, uh, that's how long our jingles feel nowadays. Um, yeah, so it's going to be an awesome August Absurdity uh, free play. You know, hit us up with requests. Uh, you know, it's going to be a blast. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun competition, and I'm going to win it this year. I'm just calling it right now. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening tonight. Thanks, everybody, watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Uh, we're in your podcast device on Tuesday mornings. Uh, find us in you know anywhere you get your podcast. Check out GameThatTune.com. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Share it with a friend. Uh, do whatever you got to do to make more people listen to Game That Tune. You know, we, uh, we really uh, appreciate you guys listening to and enjoying Game That Tune. Uh, special thanks to our, uh, you know, uh, anybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. Hold on, let me do that again. Uh, thanks to anybody checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We've got our uh, covered up series. We've got GTT Gems, where we take a look back at music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. Uh, we've got uh, fucking our movie commentaries, which are the all encompassing thing now. It's really the thing everybody's talking about. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, it's, uh, it's becoming a, a kind of a sticking point with this group that Johnny somehow continues to win the polls, uh, despite picking objectively the worst movies from week to week. Yeah, so, no, uh, that's... Guys, I don't think you understand. That I'm not voting for what I want to watch. I'm voting for what I think people want us to watch. There's a difference. Gaming the system. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you, you pick something you want to watch and fucking make somebody vote for that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's how I lose every week. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so check out Patreon. It, we got awesome movie commentaries, and you guys get to choose what we watch. Uh, and we're having a blast doing it. Uh, special thanks to our super fan tier producers Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, uh, XX Chrono XX, Dominic Guy, Taylor Wise, Sam L., and Tyler Tedesco. You guys are all fantastic fellas, and we appreciate you guys supporting the show. Uh, thanks to Taylor for our request this week. He sent us his request in Discord, but you can send us uh, your requests there or uh, in email, gamethattune at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune, uh, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at sega underscore legend. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming, but he's not here. So, Grim, uh, I don't know what you got going on. You, you, you're just here to, I don't know, plug things on David's behalf. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think David would want you to promote right now? Um, LemonParty.com. No! <laughs> oh, no! David. <laughs> he told me himself I wouldn't lie about these things. That's, you know, that checks out. 
I don't need to see the receipts. I know what David's up to. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Grim, thank you so much for just jumping in for this very strange final segment of the show. What a strange show this has been. You're well, uh, very welcome. You can call me your guest correspondent. Sounds good. I, you know, I insist that I not have to say that at any point on the stream. <laughs> uh, we'll have you back at some point for a full show whenever uh, maybe we're doing a theme or something that you know about. Because... Uh, Apparently this uh, this this was not our episode for anybody. This uh, this vertical shooters thing really blew up in our face. So. <laughs> we really um, don't know this. It's like in a bullet hell. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much. That's that's how this whole show has felt. <laughs> so, uh, who won the show? Do we? Who gets to play a bonus tune? We didn't even fucking do that. The calculator computer broke. Akuma was inside. Yeah, everybody but one. everybody but me won. So. No, not your bonus tune. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. We'll go with between uh, uh I don't know, between John and Jesse, which are you two as the better bonus tune? <laughs> Mine's yeah, I mean, pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that since it's August absurdity, Jesse probably has like a wrestling theme. <laughs> I uh, fucking chose uh, like Octopath uh, Decisive Battle because I thought that August absurdity was going to be a decisive battle. Um. So, we can play both. Oh, let's do both. All right. So, uh, Jesse, what's the what's the first bonus tune we're going out with tonight? Uh, I found an eight bit version of uh, Judas by Fozzy. I knew is... it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking is, knew it, man. <laughs> which is a, it's Chris Jericho's theme music. Hell yeah, uh, I fully support that. And uh, yeah, my bonus tune, because August Absurdity 5 is going to be the decisive battle of Game That Tune, is Decisive Battle 1 from Octopath Traveler, one of my favorite games in the last couple of years. So uh, thank you everybody so much for listening. We look forward to a fantastic August of uh, just Game That Tune Absurdity. And peace out, everybody.
Johnny. Play David's bonus tune, too. I don't know why he chose Tomahawk Man from Mega Man 6, but that's a fucking jam right there. So let's do it. Copyright 1993, Konami Company Limited. Gun Smoke is copyright 1985, Capcom Company Limited. Elemental Master is copyright 1993, Technosoft. Legacy of Lunatic Kingdom is copyright 2015, Team Shanghai Alice. Mushahime-sama is copyright 2015, Cave. Bless you. <laughs> Somebody invite him back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> David, you're allowed to be on GTT. Oh, he's back. Oh god, it sounds so bad. It's it's better, but still bad. Yeah. I would try maybe just closing the browser and just fucking fine. Please leave before I can say fine. give a tip. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, Johnny. Sorry for the editing, John. <laughs> Alright, gentlemen. So Destructo and Kubri. Destructo. I am a gentleman too, good <laughs> sir. <laughs> We're within five oh, minutes of having our first woman on the show, and you say fucking gentleman. Come board. on! God, <laughs> what the fuck, Game man? Over. You made it weird that fast. <laughs> <laughs> Were you saying something, John? Yeah, we had a whole bit planned in the beginning of the yeah, show. Yeah, bef before the goddamn show, I was saying something. I made sure oh, that you downloaded right. it. That's right. Who is going to Hold fix it? Yeah, before guys. you even start that, I need to finish this glass I'm of wine. Tonight. I don't want to do we... a spit okay. take. Fresh take. Take it to the calculating computer. <laughs> <laughs> 